listening to another episode of NAGP Resurrection, the podcast where we talk about this week's gaming news. <laughs> I'm your host, Joseph Rochette, and with me as always, I have Lytle. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. That's where your voice went. <laughs> and we have Mike. Hi, guys. Hello, my friend. Okay, I am. There is a hobo outside my door now. But in more relevant talk, the first story of the night is he, from, he is walking in the parking lot. He's a tall gentleman of a uh, dark complexion. Uh, he is wearing shoes. Boots like look a Shakespeare like. play. <laughs> and he's 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 well clothed. He's that that probably because it's cold outside. That's yes, good, it gets really cold where Joe is. Yeah, I remember clear. when we saw Widows, it was very cold. It gets very chilly out here. And he has a dog. Why do homeless people always have dogs with them? Are you sure he's homeless? They're good companions. <laughs> but they, they require food, food they don't have. But so. sometimes they can find it on their own. That's true. People meet. All right. Well, more, <laughs> more like a squirrel. Oh, God. Squirrel meat. All right. Well, speaking of squirrel meat and eating people, our first story is by DigitalTrends.com. Hideo Kojima hints that next project may be a horror video game. He, Mr. Kojima has been the main focus of a lot of our stories the past few episodes, and I've uh, and his latest <laughs> story about him and a tweet that he did. I guess he was talking about watching. A Thai movie, horror movie called The Eye. Have either of you ever seen this? I have not seen that. I movie. might have. No. No. Hmm. Well, uh, he seems. I think he was saying in a tweet that he was so scary, so scary that not even him, not even him, not even he could uh, finish the entire movie. It was just that terrifying. Well, yeah. Not only did like that in and of itself scare him, but he like rented the disc without the case because even the <laughs> the cover scared the bejesus out of him. <laughs> he actually, uh, I think he said that he doesn't actually, he, he scares very easily. Oh, That's okay. the impression I got. He doesn't watch horror movies that much. Mm. Yeah, when this was brought up um, in some other articles, the mention of that Silent Hill game oh, came Silent up a few Hills. times. Yeah, yeah. And people were saying, is this it? Is it going to come back? Are they going to finally finish it or whatever? I don't think that's happening. Um, but what do you guys think? Do you think the next game he's going to be making is a horror game? Would he be suited it's, for making that kind of movie? Or it's Netflix, possible. But, yeah. And if, you know, si- Silent Hills was just a demo and it, like, got people really hyped, it was really mm-hmm. trippy and crazy. So, I mean, it might be a good just like an exercise of his abilities as a designer. Oh. I'm not sure if I've like seen or heard anything from him that indicates, yes, this is exactly it, but I'm really interested to see him do it. Mm. Yeah. This is just uh, speculation at this point. Mm. I, I would kind of, I would want something a little, I don't know if I want him to do a horror game next. Just because I feel like we kind of saw what that's like with PT, and there's a bit of horror elements, not too mm-hmm. much in Death Stranding. Um, so I feel like I've I've seen that, and like I'd be like, sure, if we get that next, but like eventually, yeah. But next, I want to. I'm curious what he he does next. Like, 
if it's a horror game, that's cool. But yeah, I'd want to see him do something even more different. Because like different from Metal Gear and different from Death Stranding. Um, Death Stranding is 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 kind of what <laughs> oh, I'm talking yeah. about though. But yeah, but just like even even something like I don't know. I just want him to do something more kojima than just a horror game even though i'm sure it would be really good and kojima in 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 a lot of ways but uh i don't know would you want him to possibly do something else outside of games for his next for his next project uh i don't know if he were to finally direct a movie that would be cool i'd be hyped to see that um but yeah, other than that, I don't really have many Too much. thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really just kind of him sharing like the many things that he shares all over the interwebs, especially on Twitter, yeah. about his thoughts and things that he's doing. So whatever you make next, Kojima, we're all looking forward to it. I think a lot of people more so hoping that Silent Hill thing becomes a reality, but who knows at this point? All right. Yeah, it won't be Let's, Silent Hills, but it, it would be cool yeah. to see him collaborate with Guillermo del Toro on something oh, like yeah. proper, not just yeah. like they scanned you and put you in the game. Uh, that would be cool. Or even another, like I would love to see him do something with Nicholas Winding Refn, like like co-direct a game together. That would be amazing. Lionel, I'm curious, what do you think? the kind of game would be made if Kojima teamed up with Suda 51. Oh dear God in heaven. It would be <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> so it's an interesting thing. I was actually kind of thinking not so much about this, but the differences between the two. Um, they're both really good about creating very distinct and out there like worlds within their games. Granted, um, Kojima's worlds are a lot bigger, but um, a bit more grounded, whereas uh, the ones uh, Suda51 creates are a lot smaller, but like completely out there. Um, the only collaboration between the two of them I know of, I think, was like a, I think it was an audio, something involving like an audio drama for the game uh, Snatcher, I think. Oh, That's about it. And I don't know if it ever got... Maybe there's a fan translation out there somewhere. But, um, yeah, whatever it was, I would adore it. But um, I'm kind of... I'd be kind of curious if only because I'm not sure where their distinctive ideas would really meet. I feel like... I feel like it would end up being more Suda than Kojima. Because I feel like... Kojima-san would get really well it depends on who came with the base idea first because mm-hmm. I think Suda could inject a lot of ridiculousness into something Kojima but I feel like I don't know I feel like my feeling on that is Suda would have a lot of crazy ideas and Kojima would just say yes to everything <laughs> yeah, the possibility exists that if the two of them collaborated, it would probably be with uh, Kojima as a producer more than them collaborating creatively. Yeah. Hmm. That could be an interesting mix. I could see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's still a 
producers can, you know. Yeah, you know, he could still have some creative input through that, to that it, end. It ranges from, yeah. you know, I just put money into, like, I was involved every step of the way. Oh, yeah, like, uh, anytime Shinji Mikami produces <laughs> something, you feel his presence. Yeah, but I think if they were to, like, make a game together, it would be... I feel like the gameplay would be... I think that's what Kojima would bring to the table is really solid, interesting and gameplay that's really well thought out and there's like not a lot of holes or, or dead space or And that would you know be I mean? where he would be most needed because like mm-hmm. as uh, stylish and out there as the games um Suda fifty one creates, um they're sometimes a bit hollow on the gameplay end or obtuse depending upon which game you're talking about. Yeah. For sure. But, you know, we already got that uh, crazy-ass crossover between Suda and Swery to look forward to. <laughs> yes. All right, let's move on to the next story here. And it is someone else that's been popping up over and over again in our past stories, and hopefully this will be the last time. Google. Google responds to claims it's misled consumers over Stadia's launch performance. This is one of many, many articles discussing other issues that people have been encountering with Stadia. Um, so it's by Gamasutra. And essentially what's happening here is that people have been complaining that games like Destiny 2 and I believe Red Dead Redemption, that on for people who have not as much data, the resolution is actually being reduced. Um, and from like from 4K to 1080p, and people are complaining at Google saying, you know, all the, you're breaking all the promises you made. You said everything would be at such and such. And, and basically Google's response to this was, well, it's kind of up to the developer to optimize their game to work. So we really also, don't in the fine to print. It said up to. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <yeah>, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So. I can kind of see. It's, it's a tough call for me on this one to like i don't know i'm not judging google too hard on this because they they did the explanation they gave made sense right Um, it really isn't their fault it's it's not that um it's really on the the publishers and developers and how they're running their shit because because those basically the the those companies like the devs are they're the ones who are making this decision to, because from Google's standpoint, what they're saying is, yeah, we we can do this. Our technology allows us to do 4K 60 FPS, but you know, some companies, in order to reduce the load or whatever the fuck for whatever reason, uh, mm-hmm. they're they're just upscaling with Stadia and they're outputting you know 1440 instead, um, which is it's it's kind of out of Google's hands, but it is just another unfortunate, you know, strike mark against them of something that they sort of said, but I don't know. Well, that's true. I mean, it is kind of out of their hands, but do you think maybe they should have made it a requirement for the developer? Like, you know, like you have to be able to meet this because this is what we promised everyone. Or I mean, or do you think it's really this is this is fine? Well, and it's they, just a way to go over it. The thing about doing that is, you know, 
I don't I don't know the logistics of the money and who's paying for for what, but it would seem that um, if they were to do that, it would probably alienate some of the publishers and developers that they're working with. You know, mm. they might say it's too much for us to to put forward. Like we can't, we just can't handle that. So, mm. yeah, that's true. I just wish Google hadn't. Well, I mean, it isn't like in the fine print they did say up to. So, I mean, they kind of gave themselves some wiggle room. So they weren't. Um, I guess you can't say they were really promising yeah. anything then. I mean, they mm-hmm. weren't. Really? I mean, yeah. Well, the thing, it's kind of like you have the fine print there, but what you're like advertising mm. is not that. It's like legally they're probably safe. It it still just feels kind of cheap on the consumer end. It does. It really does. So I don't know. I, I don't know how Google's going to dig themselves yeah. out of this hole. The, the, yeah. other, the other thing about this is I still... I miss uh, it's it looks bad but it's also I think it my feeling I don't have numbers or anything my feeling is that this is a pretty like the number of people this affects is kind of probably small cuz if you're you're right. if you have a 4K TV and you're trying to get the best quality like <laughs> you're not really you're probably not going to streaming for, for this. Yeah, chances are you uh, probably already have like a, a system or a rig or something. Yeah, yeah most that's likely. True. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of people who are who saw Stadia and are like, let me dip my toes into this whole mm-hmm. you know streaming thing or the, this gaming. Or I haven't played games in a while. Why don't I check this out? It's cheap and I can get a lot of games. So there's that. But mm. I don't know. It's also that thing where where like 4k is itself is i feel like that's the the edge of the sort of boundaries on on video fidelity as far as how much it should actually matter to the human eye yeah like it you know there's talk of like 8k and those are probably coming down the line but after that it's like there's not much better quality you can get like 1080p is it's pretty. It's pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't have too many complaints about it. Same with uh, like going even 60 frames per second in some cases feels like too much. Like, like I don't think I like the look of it in films, for example. Yeah. Uh, like in gameplay, it it can be nice, especially like fighting games, for example. But like, yeah. A lot of the times, like you guys ever see like something that was shot in like 60 frames and like yeah it looks fake uh it doesn't look more fake but it doesn't look it's almost like it loses the gravitas of a film because Mm -hmm. we're so used to growing up having watched uh, you know 35 millimeter you know shot on 35 millimeter at you know 24 frames a second or whatever it is and that's like how big spectacle movies look um so it is weird to see 60 frames per second, per second sometimes. And but you know, I hear and talk of people going past that, and it just yeah. seems ridiculous to me. Um, not usually if you're going past that, you're trying to get like 3D or VR or something like that. I think mm. mostly oh, it's maybe. 3D. You need uh, 
you need a high refresh rate for 3D. Um, I mean, there. If you go to Best Buy and you look at a 1080p, you look at 1080p and you put it next to 4K, you can see a difference. I mean, yeah. there is well, a, yeah. there is a difference in quality, but <laughs> it's not it's not like how we had the jump to HD difference. I mean, see, there, there's a difference there. But see, it, I was just gonna me- I was just gonna mention that though, like like so many different format upgrades like even the difference between like the first time i saw this was the difference between vhs and dvd mm-hmm. and then you know sd and hd and now i'm gonna have that experience with like 1080 versus 4k i didn't really care looking at the new one separately it wasn't until you put the two next to each other that i saw a difference yeah yeah i mean i i do i do like 4k like I yeah, think it looks nice. great, and I I eventually want to get it get one, but uh, but it, you know I don't know maybe it's getting over. Can you guys hear that? Uh, it sounds like someone's doing someone, dishes. My fucking yeah. uncle has decided to put the dishes away right now. It's really <laughs> annoying. It's not too loud. It's like a slight little. You're fine. In the back. No, it's just loud for me. It's. Oh, okay. And I have noise-canceling earphones in. Uh. <laughs> Hopefully he's not actually going to do the dishes. <laughs> well, if we hear some water running, we'll have our answer. <laughs> Let you know. Um, so, yeah, I guess, Mike, I think you're right. This really isn't – it's an issue, but it's an issue for like, a, a small group of people. I don't, yeah. I don't think this is affecting a ton of people. But it is just another nail in the coffin for stadia yeah i know and i all this stuff we we talked about with stadia i don't i don't think it's gonna die but i think it'll be one of those things where it sort of flies more of a niche than it hoped no i think it, it lies low in in sort of google's little repertoire of everything that they do like you know there's some screen you can get through through like gmail or whatever like google everything and it shows you all the different things you can do it'll just be one of those things that you've never used until one day it's like ready and then you start using it yeah so i feel like they'll support it but it's it's not going to be a big thing and they'll keep ironing on the kinks and then it'll probably slowly you know over time become kind of integrated once it's working properly sort of like uh Amazon's uh, streaming service. <laughs> yeah. I it's still not great. Yeah. It has good it has decent shows on it. It I it's mean, it's finally got some exclusives, but it's still like low priority. Yeah. It's got a lot of good shows that I'm I I want to watch. Well, I don't know if they're good cuz I haven't watched them, but it's just like <laughs> at this point there's just too many things that I have to watch. I'm just like mm-hmm. I can't and across all of these different streaming services, I can't keep track of what's where. So yeah, it's an I, abundance and, of choice. And, you know, and I'm just still, I'm happy going through Star Trek, so I don't really fuck with too much outside of that. <laughs> Good place to be. I actually kind of see this as how when Apple uh, came out with the iPhone and they were doing the touchscreen stuff, and even though Microsoft <laughs> with their crappy mobile and tablets and devices way before that we're already doing touchscreens apple kind of made it something that everyone started copying and using and and having it done i know on live was the thing before but i feel that stadia even though it's not doing great it's a it's it's giving the push 
everyone needs to kind of finally start well, doing yeah. it and making it more normal. Being, you know, kind of getting out there early, it still stands to become the default. It's, you know, it's the mm-hmm. reason why we call tissues Kleenex, even though Kleenex is a brand. <laughs> yeah. 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 So from that point of view, I see it as a, not a, not a failure as just kind of move, helping move things along, which is always good. Yeah. Just a bumpy start. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's how a lot of things happen. But it, it, it eventually, because it, this technology is really, it's just an inevitability. At some Absolutely. point, we'll be ready to do it. Same way streaming with movies was an inevitability. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it becoming more of a, a thing. Okay, let's move on to the next article, which is by, it's called, by, it's basically, the title of it is a comment made by Phil Spencer, who is the vice president of Microsoft Gaming. And he said, VR, not a focus of Project Scarlet, says Phil Spencer. So at a Sydney, at a conference in um, Sydney, he had made a comment about how he feels that VR um, is just not, it's just, it's just not doing as well as they had hoped it would be doing. And then he at um, the XO19, which was, I guess, one of their big um, conferences or something, they show off a whole bunch of new games and other tech like projects, xCloud and a whole bunch of other stuff. He made another comment kind of explaining a bit more how he felt that based off of their data and their research and everything that the next console, the focus just isn't going to be VR because it's not what the customers want, which I mean, which makes sense. When I think Xbox, I don't honestly think VR or crave VR when it comes to that. Um, so yeah, he says that's not pretty much. It's just not going to be the focus at all. It's going to be more so on services, which is what they've already been doing with Game Pass and a whole bunch of other things. So like uh, like Lionel, what do you think about this? Do you think they need to jump on the VR bandwagon? Um, I mean, I think at the end of the article he mentions it's something they could do later mm-hmm. if they want. But um, yeah, it seemed like he was indicating that it was uh, it was more financially motivated than anything else Mm -hmm. um yeah vr is still kind of in a flawed state right now um i mean i don't think it would hurt them to not you know to focus elsewhere i mean they have hololens which is mixed reality it's not just vr it's vr and ar kind of coming together so they do have that but it's not a consumer facing product it's mm-hmm. more a business facing product where it's they're just giving it to people who are doing like real estate stuff or you know hospitals so they can kind of do surgery stuff or all that kind of thing so it's they're really not they're doing it but it's not gaming is not the focus for it at all. Uh, hopefully well yeah that could come back to them getting around to it later as well yeah, I mean, in one of the last stories we had talked about in a previous episode, that's pretty much what John Carmack left. Um, um, he just, well, outside of wanting to make Skynet, he just, he was just, he was kind of <laughs> <was kinda> done, <laughs> kind of done with VR, it seems like. So even he said it's just not, it's just not where he wanted it to be at all. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't think VR will ever go away, but it, I think it will remain probably a niche thing. Was 
the writer of that article trying to throw shade because like right in the middle of it, there's a big ass picture of like the VR headset for the PlayStation. <laughs> I saw that too. I'm not quite sure why that's there. Because I don't think it gets mentioned at all. No, it does not. <laughs> yeah. So, how about you, Mike? Anything to say on this one? You think Microsoft should pull go full force in the VR like everyone else? Uh, no. I actually <laughs> don't think that. I didn't. I feel like the where we ended up is really strange. Where like they're different VR headsets that only work with different things. Like I know on PC it was like Oculus and and what's the other thing? Well there's Oculus Go and there's Oculus Quest. Yeah, but there's another And like, there's also well and there's also the um Valves. They have two headsets now. They have the um VR like index. No, they have the crap, what is it called? I can't remember. They, I know they have two of them. There's so many of them. There's a lot anyway, of them. Anyway, I just remember at some point there was like two different VR headsets that you used yeah. on your PC, and there was games that were exclusive to one of those headsets, and that didn't make any fucking sense to me. Like, yeah. Your machine is what's running the thing, so why the fuck is it exclusive to a headset? And I, I guess it makes sense with consoles considering it a peripheral mm. um but you see games all the time um but not too much but some consoles will have games that use your you know they link to your phone mm-hmm. and that's like obviously i'm using an iphone with the ps3 or something or ps4 uh, so to me i think it's strange that sony would like it would make more sense to me if Sony's VR headset worked on PC too. Yeah. Um, what's the name of that thing? It's not Morpheus. Would they call it eventually? Uh, just the uh, PlayStation VR. I think. Just PSVR. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> PSVR. It's just that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, so I just I I wish that you know there was it was more of like a third party thing where somebody made you know headsets and there were. And the, the selling points were with the headsets, not with what you plug it into and what games it, it runs. So, because uh, still like PSVR, that's tied to. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty sure how well that runs is tied to the PS4. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. To, um, yeah. To me, it just doesn't make any sense. Like I should be able to use that thing on my PC and and with the whatever the next xbox is yeah i think the one uh, the other headset you were t- uh trying to think of was the htc vive yeah that's, Vive. yeah yeah that's the um made by it's not yeah made by valve and valve just released their newest with the whole announcement of half-life they were they released also came out with um their new headset which is the index which is another headset as well um i think also too is just the pricing stuff VR. I mean, it's still not low enough. I mean, I'm looking right now and the HTC Vive costs like $1,399. And, <laughs> and the Jesus. Oculus, the Oculus um, Quest costs $399. And I believe the Oculus Go is $299. Um, and then just the normal plug in 
version of the Oculus. I believe that's five ninety nine. <laughs> so the stuff is just still <laughs> yeah it's too expensive yep like it's it's we're not ready for that shit it's the same mm-hmm. thing with stadia like the technology isn't cheap enough for this to be the next big thing yeah it's just it's just so much money oh boy but you know one it one's reach extending their grasp or however the phrase go um happens a lot in gaming Man's yeah. reach exceeds his imagination. Or some <laughs> shit. Yeah, and um, so Valve's Index VR headset will cost $999. So, yes. it's But it's a high-powered VR system. So, yeah, it might be worth it. Mm-hmm. It might be worth it. Oh, boy. So expensive. All right. Let's move on to the last article of the night by Kotaku. Reports Resident Evil 3 remake planned for 2020. Yeah. So did you guys play the remake of number two? I actually actually haven't touched it yet. There were only four I had listed there. Oh. The remake? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I I played the demo. I haven't uh, touched it prop touched it yet. I'm gonna play the demo at some point and then just get the game and yeah. Um three would be a good it's probably an ideal follow up to the remake of two, just because the events of in the game, the events of three take place before, during, and after, I think, the events of two. Mm. So three i said well it is three yeah well yeah but it's also like a, it starts before the events of two also yeah. so I was, how do i put this so you can literally make the crossover elements between the two a lot more fluid So when they remake this with the with the remake so far with the Resident Evil games, is it like they're just adding new things here, or they're just doing like new well? Graphics not only or? is it a graphical overhaul, but they're um they're changing they they're changing things for the better. They're basically because they're getting a second pass at this, making a lot of like improvements both in regards to. Joe, did you? Know, narrative uh story progression all that stuff joe have you not seen what the original resident evil 2 looks like uh i've seen how the first i'm trying to remember what the first one i remember being very very uh blocky i know that oh it's yeah. low poly it, as fuck, it's a complete top to bottom remake oh, okay like just new acting uh, i think oh, polished, wow. polished up script gameplay is completely different like the spirits there Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's just a complete. It's it's what we, as kids, thought mm-hmm. about. You know, I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be tight if this looked fucking photorealistic? And mm-hmm. it does, and it plays great. So I played the demo, and it's, yeah, it's great. They just fixed everything that was weird in the originals, but not only that, it's it just plays more. The controls are more like the newer games, like Resident Evil 4 and and past that. Um, and the graphics are, it's just beautiful. Insane. It's, yeah. yeah, so pretty. 
Um, and I think a lot of the some of the basic stuff that could carry over is there, you know, like the sort of the art direction of how the sets look and how the characters are designed is the same. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think the story is basically the same. It's I think it's been rewritten. I'm pretty sure it has. You know, so it's less hokey uh, for sure. You know, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's a different cast, real mm-hmm. actors this time. So it's, yeah. it's just everything. It's like. Yeah, it's just complete. It, it's it's a new game basically. It's a yeah. it's a an actual remake, which is something you don't see too often. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So one of the things that was like really big about Resident Evil Three when it first came out is that they took the um element of the character or monster. It was called Mister X, and he was following you throughout the game, like literally stalking you. They took that and cranked it up to 11 with uh, nemesis. So, you know, there were probably, you guys have maybe seen some of the memes with like yep. Mr. X in the remake. Um, if they do it right, then nemesis is going to blow that clean out of the water. Did you see the mod that they did with um, the, the, the creature from it? in there instead of instead of oh, him. Uh that's probably one of the, the I haven't seen that one. I've seen a couple like mods it's, to that. Uh some of them just completely ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. <laughs> like big smoke is Mr. X. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So how far do you guys think they're going to keep going with these remakes cuz I mean I I remember looking Resident Evil 4, it looks good. I mean it's not like a um, bad looking game and... yeah i don't know if there's a there'd be much point in doing four yeah. i i would be down for it mm. um definitely can... up to code veronica though yeah mm. yeah yeah so code veronica is after three right is there anything between yeah. that and four uh not that i know of I mean, there, this may be an opportunity. They they were attempting. I think it may may have been on the Game Boy to do a game that involved uh, two characters that had never crossed over, uh, Leon Kennedy and Barry Burton on a ship. Mm-hmm. But that I think that game got canceled. So, oh, and I think that would have come out in between um, Veronica and Four. So. Maybe that if they're looking to do something. Yeah. Mm. So is this for sure happening? This. I don't know. Uh, this article seemed to be very speculative, but there was something cited in there. I can't remember. Mm. Yeah, they're saying it was being hinted very heavily that this is like from Capcom that this is going to be a thing. This is going to mm. happen in 2020. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Well, that. I guess. Well, they sure I mean, as shit made enough money off of two. Yeah, two was. I remember it felt like it was announced, and then it was announced with a release date, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, and, and it, it kind of made sense as to why like Capcom was going nuts, like uh, canceling a bunch of like fan made projects. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, <laughs> do you think the reason why they're doing these remakes outside of it being a cash cow is that the last resident evil game i mean i could be wrong you guys probably have a much better idea just did not do as well as they hoped well 
Did you, um, it may have. Did you see but, something about that? Because everything no, I heard no. was was it got no, great didn't. reviews and I'm pretty well, sure it sold pretty well. I think Joe's talking about six. About yeah. Six. Because well, seven was seven was seven was popular, but it definitely diverged from the path they were on with six. Yeah, because I'm just wondering, is it just like, are they just pulling a Nintendo? Because Nintendo does this sort of thing like all the time with all of their games, just because they know it's going to make money. I was just curious to see if there was maybe a particular reason why no, you guys thought they're focusing I, on this. It's definitely they're not pulling a Nintendo. I think. I don't know. It's just. I think they're just far enough away because, I don't know, if you're asking if they're jumping the shark, they're definitely not because okay, the, okay. the amount of detail and shit that they, like, Resident Evil 2 Remake is a whole new game. Like, there's, it wasn't like Nintendo does where they just, you know, port it to whatever's new platform they have and charge you another $20 for it. Like, this is like work and care was put into this. Mm. Though Capcom has done that a number of times with RE4. Uh, yeah. Which I don't blame them. Because that's, that's yeah. more of a thing where it's just like everybody wants to play it and here's the, oh, yeah. it is on a new platform. Everybody wanted a piece of it. And they and they charge, you know, you know, they, they don't overcharge for it. Well, yeah, they, they most of the ports were kind of like treated like budget titles after a certain point. Yeah. Um, also, Joe, Capcom didn't come. I mean, they may have like backed off of uh, things after six in regards to games, but those CGI movies follow that continuity. Ah, OK. I see. So, you know, it's still it's still alive, just in a different format. So is seven not tied to the story. Seven. Well, no, seven is it just it takes place well before six. It's like in between somewhere. I can't okay. quite remember where off the top of my head. They're, they're fast and furiousing it. Yeah. <laughs> Though also with seven, you're not playing as like that a member of that core group. Mm, yeah. I see. Okay. Huh. Well, that's good to hear um, because it's always nice when this franchise can keep going. Uh, I I am really interested to know how that other side. Um, what's it called? Where it's the multiplayer, they're, they're, they're going to try and attempt to do the whole multiplayer. They're going to try and again. do uh, Outbreak again. There it is. That's what it was. Yeah. That didn't do so well. And I think the biggest complaint, if I can remember a long time ago, is that they just did not give a good way for people to communicate, even though it was all about communicating. You know, well, very, yeah, it was uh, about the character game. people interacting, but they didn't really have like like mics and stuff or they didn't <laughs> no. really in, or if if it was a thing it wasn't really integrated well it was uh better suited for like couch co-op i think it was what was it you just wave or something like you like let yeah, them know kinda, or it, so it was kind of like a griefer's paradise <laughs> zombies but coming like the idea the idea was really neat like you take mm-hmm. all the like major mechanics of it and divide and, and divided amongst the, the you know the cast who are not you know they're not stars uh fucking what was the term I'm looking for uh, all the characters all the primary characters of RE are like elite uh either they're military or ex military or they're like just high level law enforcement or something like that so uh, um, the bulk of the characters in Outbreak were all meant to be normal people. So 
So, you know, you take the mechanics in RE and then you divide them amongst them, mm. forcing you to kind of work together to have the same effect. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a nice idea. Absolutely. So uh, hopefully this it will actually start to do well and we'll see more of Outbreak. And I'm actually surprised they haven't done some sort of MMO type of game yet where you're just trying to survive. Wait, they actually kind of already do have that. Um, what's the... Oh, shoot. There's that game where you're kind of throwing it and it's one huge world and everyone kind of kill each other. Wait, no, that's... There's no zombies in that. You talking about another game? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm talking about, talking about Daisy or something. There it is. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, my brain. Yes, Daisy. That, I guess that's pretty much. The it's it's a that. similar idea, but not quite. It's not quite a RE MMO. Uh, one of the things to keep in mind is that RE's got its own a lot of distinctive elements. Like it's not yeah. just zombies. In the case of Resident Evil, you have the whole uh, bioorganic weapon aspect of it with all the. Uh, there's there's um damn near an encyclopedia of monsters yeah yeah absolutely cool well um my battery is about to die so mm-hmm. let's that is probably the final story of tonight sadly not as much as we usually do simply because this week there just wasn't much going on i'm sure people are traveling getting ready also yeah holiday coming up mm-hmm. well an american holiday Good old Turkey Day, Thanksgivings, and I think they call it in Canada Boxing Day, or is that Christmas? I don't know. Let's get those mixed up. I thought Boxing Day was their own. Also, Canada has their own Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's true. Boxing Day is their Christmas, I think. Yes, yeah, that's what it is. It's Christmas. Excellent. All right, let's do some final thoughts. Lionel, you're up first. Final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. Final turkey thoughts. <laughs> yes. Final Are you excited for turkey. tomorrow, Jumbo Cables? Well, Ooh. I'm not going to eat turkey because I live in a house full of vegetarians. Oh. Um, and but... one lazy guy who can't cook his own turkey. <laughs> I didn't want to go into. The... I don't want to go in the stores now. That, gonna... Yeah, I would. Well, yeah. We also, also, I'm the only one who would eat the turkey, so I'd have to eat a whole turkey by myself. That's... Well, you can. Feed yourself for a month. I don't want to eat that much turkey. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to eat that much turkey. People get sick of it after Thanksgiving. Yeah, so. I get sick of it pretty quick. But the upside is, is that my brother-in-law is Chinese, so we're going to have Chinese food on Thanksgiving. All right. So there you go. That could be good. Uh, uh, final thoughts about these stories. Um, what are you thankful for, Jumper Cables? VR Ooh. does not need to be the end all be all. Um, You're thankful for VR? I like that. Nah, no. it's, it's okay. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, I'm thankful for Death Stranding. Oh, yes. I'm glad that exists. Because I've been playing that like nonstop. I'm also not thankful for it because it's been killing my productivity. <laughs> Good game. Excellent. Uh, Mike, how about you? What are you thankful for? Uh, these two big, beautiful black men on the line oh. with me. Oh. <laughs> There's yeah. another black guy on the line. How long, oh. how long have we been friends now? I'm an alien. Over 15 years ago? Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, we've been doing this, but 
we've been doing this podcast for a while too. <laughs> Still talking about the, the gaming news. Um, I'm also thankful for Death Stranding. I'm gonna play that until bedtime after I finish packing for my trip tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did we talk about? Resident Evil, Kojima, Stadia, VR, yeah. and VR. Uh, oh, I'm thankful for Kojima. I'm yeah. thankful he's away from Konami. Yeah, me too. That first article had like a 40-minute interview with him, so I need to check that out. Yeah. Um, but I want to wait until after I finish the game. But yeah, Death Stranding is really great. Uh, I, I like it a lot. And I, I'm just glad that he... Uh... Oh, did are you still there, Joe? Uh, I guess his phone died. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, what was I saying? Uh, you were really glad about something regarding Kojima? Um, or just glad about something? Oh, yeah, I'm glad he, you know, he got freed from his cage and he, you know, not even Konami, just Metal Gear. I'm just glad that we got something that's not Metal Gear out of him. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time, and that's kind of a shame. Because um, I think the Metal Gear games would have been better if he had gotten breaks in between them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, I guess we're supposed to plug. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Twitter, Android, iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, hey, listen, radio, all that shit, and I'm on Hyper 90s and Twitter. And where are you at? At Old Taku Connect. Oh, yeah, this show, NAGP Returns on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Joe doesn't really use it, but you can DM him there and show send him. Send him w- some saucy pics. Yeah, send him pictures of your wiener, and Joe will and rate boobies. them. He'll rate them, and if you're lucky, um, he'll send you back pictures of his feet. So <laughs> do that so we know you are listening, and I think uh, that's it. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) I'm a perky disco turkey because I love to dance. I know this may seem bizarre. It's the coolest thing to do. That's why I'm such a star. Step side to side, reach high and low. Wiggle your shoulders and make a pose. Repeat side to side, high and low. Shake your feathers and point your toes. Now say gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble. And strut, strut, strut. And strut, strut, strut. Do a wobble, wobble, wobble. Wobble, wobble, wobble. And then we got stuck. And then we got stuck. Wow. It's the coolest thing to do. That's why I'm such a star. Step side to side, reach high and low. Wiggle your shoulders and make a pose. Repeat side to side, high and low. Shake your feathers and point your toes. Now say gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble. And strut, strut, strut.
Now we took the disco to mighty fine dance and we're proud of how we moved. It was so much fun, we don't want to be done, so let's give it one more groove. Step side to side, reach high and low, wiggle your shoulders and make a pose. Repeat side to side, high and low, shake your feathers and point your toes. Now say gobble, gobble, gobble! Strut, strut, strut. And strut, strut, strut. Do a wobble, wobble, wobble. Wobble, wobble, wobble. Then we all just said.